Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Tom Brand Show. And welcome to The Tom Brand Show, the place where we ponder life's trials and tribulations and discover some rather interesting things in the process. We're coming to you today from the sunny seaside town of Bournemouth, whose seedy underbelly we'll be investigating later with the help of our canine compadre, Winston. I know, look forward to that later on. On each show, we like to ask our listeners one big question and see if they can answer it. And the big question this week is, have you ever been happy? We'll get some audience responses to that later on, but first, it's Run of the Mill. Run of the Mill. Yes, this is Run of the Mill, the part of the show where we ask average Joes just what makes them so average. We have Jeff from Liverpool on the line, I believe. How are you, Jeff? I'm all right, Tom. Good stuff. So, Jeff, tell us, what makes you Run of the Mill? I've got seven C's in my GCSEs. Really? Seven C's? No B's or D's? Nope, seven C's. Fantastic. How spectacularly run of the mill. Thanks for sharing, Jeff. No problem. Next on the line is Scott from Northampton. How are you, Scott? I'm good, Tom. Yourself? Very well. Thanks for asking. So tell us, what makes you run of the mill? Well, I've got a small building business. Uh, I employ one labourer and just me and my mate, really. We do walls. Knock up conservatories, that kind of thing. Do you do patios? Yeah, we do patios. Fantastic, I'll be in touch. <laughs> Alright. Great stuff, Sky, and yes, totally run of the mill. Run of the mill. Well, more run of the mill next week, but now, have you ever received a frosty communication from an ex-lover? Chances are that you have, and while breakups can be an incredibly difficult time, I like to think there are always lessons to be learned as well. I'd like to share with you an excerpt of an old letter a former partner wrote me when we broke up. Our romance was brief, I'd say, but intense. I later concluded she actually had borderline personality disorder, though when I brought that up with her, she threw a massive strop and I never saw or spoke to her again. Uh, Anyway, this is part of what she wrote. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't fallen for you. But then again... I don't know if the man I fell for was the real you, or a facade you've spent many years crafting. It's almost impossible to tell. Well, when I read that back now after all this time, it gets me thinking, is social media harming our relationships more than we think? If you've ever received a frosty communication from an ex-partner, let us know, because we'd love to hear from you. But now, here's a word from one of our sponsors. With interest rates at an all-time high and many of the young unlikely to ever get a mortgage, matricide and patricide are on the rise. That's right, one in ten parents now say they fear for their lives as their children ponder the thought of an early inheritance. But just how can you protect against sneaky sons or greedy grandkids looking to speed up the process? Come on, Grandad, let's get you on Nemesis. Here at Lifeline, we provide in-depth surveillance services, as well as comprehensive insurance for a full private forensic investigation in the case of suspicious passing. And what the police may miss, we certainly will not. Call one of our operators today for a free consultation and find out just how likely you are to be targeted by your offspring. Suspected cardiac on nemesis, I repeat, suspected cardiac on nemesis. Call Lifeline now on 0800 302 402. Because tomorrow might be too late. Great service there, I can assure you. I myself had thoughts of bumping off my parents, though since I saw the Lifeline head of paper in the kitchen, I can tell you I thought twice about it. 
Before the break, we were talking about frosty messages from ex-partners. I shared one of mine. Now it's time to hear some of yours. we got Susan on the line. Hello, Susan. Hi, Tom. What's your frosty ex story, Susan? Well, it's a bit of a weird one. I went out with this guy and he turned out to be a bit of a stalker. Ooh, spooky. Anyway, when I finished with him, I kept getting these random messages from random numbers telling me he was outside my house. Oh, dear. And then one day, I leave my house and there was all these police and ambulances about. Turns out, he was actually outside my house and he'd slipped and banged his head on ice. It was in the middle of the winter, you see. Mm, this is a bit dark. I think he tried to get up and stumble away, but he must have hit his head worse than he thought and ended up collapsing behind a dumpster and he died. So he really was a frosty ex, in the literal sense. <laughs> exactly. It's bad, isn't it? Well, I wasn't expecting that, Susan, but thanks for sharing with us. <laughs> All right, well, not exactly what I was going for, but a stark warning there. If you are going to stalk your ex-partners, please make sure you do it in the summer. No, wait, that sounds very wrong. Make sure you do it any time other than winter, or if you absolutely have to, only on nights where there is zero chance of frost. Right, it's time for this week's Song You Don't Know from a band you haven't heard of. The music industry is a fickle biz, dominated mostly by peeping toms and those who, by all accounts, should have been swept up by Operation Utree. Still, with so much competition out there, anyone who's ever had a go at cracking the industry will know just how near impossible it is to get heard without a large marketing budget or useful contacts. And that's why I want to give a voice to unknown artists on the show. So, if you are a band or solo artist and you're struggling to get your name out there, this is an opportunity to do so. If you're interested, please send a link to your demo to artist at thetombrandshow.com that's artist at thetombrandshow.com and I may be able to help. All genres and quirks are welcome and just make sure you try to stand out. Anyway, without further ado, it's this week's Song You Don't Know from a band you haven't heard of. This is Morty and the Naysayers with Down the Pub. This is the story of a summer's night A tale of a tiff and of lover's pride All in and tears I must emphasise This is the story of a man who went to get a pint too long spent on the telephone Misses upstairs in the bath alone He picked up his keys and went to leave his home When from above he heard the voice of his sweetheart groan You said you'd stay in and look after the kids Sorry love, I gotta get some six You never stay true to your body and word Thanks for understanding, you're a stand-up bird I want you back here by a quarter ten What was that love, I didn't hear again Everyone said you was a Debbie scrub Love, I'm going down the pub Mrs. Calling on his phone. Michelle saw you talking to some bleeding tramp. 
used to be a county swimming champ You're not gonna make me look a bloody fool Come and see yourself, you need a second stool I want you back now or I'ma lock the door Don't worry love, I'll only have one more I never should have married such a lousy mug Allowing love, I'm going down the pub good stuff that song always gets me in the mood for a pint regardless of what my partner says we'll soon be finding out which of our listeners have ever been happy but first does Bournemouth have a cocaine problem the obvious answer would be yes and when there's trouble afoot there's always one canine compadre we can rely on to sniff it out no pun intended that's right ladies and gentlemen here to go into the depths of Bournemouth's seedy underbelly so you don't have to it's Winstonian Paponian Hello Winston, can you hear me? Tell us, where are you today boy? And are there many people in Bournemouth Town Centre tonight? Alright, so I understand you're going to do a bit of sleuthing today to find out the extent of Bournemouth's cocaine problem, is that right? Alright Winston, well off you go and tell us what you find. Okay, strong scent around Weatherspoons. Well, that goes without saying. Tell us something we don't know, Winston. And now towards the Town Hall. Wow, I guess it's not just weekend warriors who are partaking in this extracurricular activity. So you're heading to the beach now, where a large number of tracksuit-clad youngsters from London have started showing up in recent years. Tell me, Winston, are they picking up their litter? Little feral scumbags. Okay, well, where are you now, pup? Going past every pub and club door. Anyway, you haven't found it yet, Winston. Well, that's depressing. Uh, anyway, well done, Winston. He's a good boy, isn't he? Yes, he is. We'll have another scoop for Winston to investigate next week, but now it's time for today's big question. Happiness, I think, is one of life's pleasantly elusive things like sleight of hand or MSG. Symptoms include a smile, a positive outlook on life, and in rare cases, death. But not everyone out there is so fortunate to have ever experienced happiness. Uh, yes, it's sad to say that for some of us out there, when biting into one of Forrest Gump's chocolates of life, rather than being served a big old mouthful of joy, instead of given a sharp, tooth-cracking helping of remorse. Well, not to worry. If you are one of these unfortunate souls, hope is on the horizon as we seek to find answers from our treasured listeners. We should have Sophie on the line from Exeter. Hello, Sophie. Hi, Tom. So, Sophie, what do you think? Have you ever been happy? I'm as happy as a clam, Tom. Always have been. That's great to hear. What's your secret? Keep busy 
regularly. Fantastic advice, Sophie. Uh, it sounds like you're exercising right now. <laughs> I've just done them. Well, it's nearly midnight. I hope you'll stop soon. I've been going for three hours. All right, well, you're either unbelievably fit or experiencing mania. Either way, be sure to take a break, Sophie. Next on the line is James from Devon. How are you, James? Oh, I'm OK, thanks, Tom. All right, James, have you ever been happy? Oh, I was, yeah, until I got cursed. Cursed? Oh, dear. Care to elaborate? Well, we were at this fun fair in Bognor. A gypsy was there doing palm reading. Whoa, I'll stop you there, James. You can't say gypsy anymore. It has to be traveller. Or, in this case, as you're at a fun fair, carny. Oh, sorry. No problem. Go ahead. So, I don't believe in any of that, but my bird at the time wanted to do it, so I thought I'd give it a go. Um, anyway, this carny woman was just awful at it. Didn't get a single thing right. So I asked for my money back and uh, there was this big hoo-ah and she ended up grabbing me and putting a curse on me. Obviously I didn't think anything of it, but from then my life has just gone completely downhill. Oh no. Yeah, I've lost my hair, I've got fat, I'm depressed. Have you recently turned 30 by any chance? Uh, yeah. I see, that's perfectly normal, James. Nothing to do with the curse. Uh, you'll be fine, don't worry. Oh. Anyway, thanks for sharing. Cheers, Tom. Last caller to answer our big question today is Pete from Lewisham. How are you, Pete? Hi, Tom. Good stuff. So, have you ever been happy, Pete? No, I haven't. All right, well, thanks for sharing anyway. No worries. All right, great responses to our big question there. And I'd like to wrap up today's show with a bit of food for thought. So with so much information out there about how to be happy from self-help books to mindfulness blogs and so on, it's important to take a step back and realise that nobody is ever meant to be happy all the time. Forrest Gump was far from intelligent, and while he wasn't always happy, what he was at all times was an optimist. Now, you could argue that he was too dim-witted to fathom the things that bother most of us like career and existential dread, but I prefer to think he was this way because he just didn't worry. When life threw something at him, he faced it head on. Sure, you can say that in reality he'd probably have been a factory worker, but if the film teaches anything it's that you have to keep everything in perspective. Compared with our ancestors, we live lives of unparalleled luxury, and once you realise that, it makes it easier to feel good about what you have and stop wanting more. If you really feel you want more money, look into a creative side project that could earn you a bit of extra cash. This could be an online store of some kind, a small baking business, or even something as simple as a car boot sale. If you feel lonely or isolated, do some volunteer work in the community, and you may be surprised at how many good people you meet. I've never done any volunteer work myself, but if I did, I'm sure I'd make some new friends fast. Anyway, that's all for now. We'll be back soon with more weird and wacky nonsense. Uh, in the meantime, if you enjoyed the show, please get involved and share a story on the Facebook page or Discord server. And if you really enjoyed the show, you might consider subscribing to our Patreon page for a pound a month. That'll get you access to exclusive content such as Tom Brand's Funny 5 Minutes, give you the chance to voice characters on the show, the occasional Q&A session, and most of all, give me the ability to make more of it. For now though, all the best, take care, and see you next time for more of The Tom Brand Show.